Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the GG God and Games podcast. Hey guys, how are we doing? Today is a fantastic but chilly Saturday. And man, oh man, I'm glad to be back on the mic. I'm excited to be talking with you guys today. Today's going to be a great episode. It's going to be fantastic. And uh, yeah, um, no announcements for today. Just um, every Saturday. Every Saturday, we're going to keep getting episodes, and every Saturday, I'm going to try and either focus in on a game or a game series and kind of focus in on that and then um, have that be part of the gaming segment instead of doing some, like, random uh, thing about, like, random games that I've been playing because, like, nobody really wants to listen to the random games I've been playing. They want to be, like, being informed about games and up camp upcoming games as well so that's what i'm going to be doing focusing on games game series and then future games within those series every saturday for my gaming segment and then for um the jesus talk segment those are always just going to be um different um spiritual either um information um that i've been given or wisdom or um just some spiritual thing for you guys to think about um before going into the following week so guys without further ado let's get into our jesus talk segment and i will see you guys in the next segment peace Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Jesus Talk segment. And in today's segment, we are going to be talking about a book I've been reading um, that the God has just kind of put in my hands. My mom was like, hey, I found this book and I think you'd like it. And it's been fantastic so far. And the name is The Little Pilgrim's Progress um, by Helen L. Taylor. And basically, it's a um, kid's version um, I want to say of the book, the pilgrim's progress. And, um, it's a fantastic book. I have, oh my goodness. It has been so good. It's a real, um, it's just really nice to, um, read, um, the book and it, it really refreshes my soul as well. So I'm going to give you a little rundown of what it is and, um, just how awesome it is. Um, so, the Little Pil Pilgrim's Progress is a book that basically is um, kind of making the idea of uh, like your spiritual journey, putting that into like a kind of a tangible, in a sense, like an idea that uh, can kind of be described in like a story. Um, and it's basically the journey of this um, little pilgrim who's a child named Christian and or little Christian. Uh, who goes on this journey and it basically like the different like um, whether it's trials or joys or um, victories um, or defeats that you experience all throughout your s spiritual journey it kind of makes those into like a story um, like a fiction story that you can kind of like imagine in your head and how it starts is basically um, the little pilgrim is, or the little pilgrim, um, Christian is in the city called the city of destruction. And he's like, he's just fed up with like, he doesn't really want to play anymore. Um, and he feels like he's all doing this like for nothing. There's no point. And then he finds, uh, this book called the book, which is basically like a, uh, is like, um, 
it's the version, it's the Bible that is like um, what the Bible would be in our in our lives in this story, and it's just called the book. And basically, he reads it, and he like is like in awe of what it is, and then he meets this evangelist named Evangelist, um, who basically like tells him, hey, you got to go on this journey and he directs him. And then that's from there. He starts on his journey. And it's just so beautiful to read, like, because as I'm reading it, I'm comparing it to my own life um, as like, hey, I've been through that. Or like sometimes uh, I know, like coming out of my Christianity, like I went to um, a pretty difficult season, like right out of my Christianity. And the same thing happens with um, the little pilgrim as like right at the beginning of his journey he gets like stuck in a swamp and he can't get out and I feel like the author does a really good job of like not just having it be like it's a journey and then you can compare it like there's also like um there's reasons for the different parts of the journey because um the little pilgrim's trying to get to this place called the celestial city where the king lives and the king has a son um, who, uh, was nailed to a cross Jesus in our case. Um, and because of that, um, like, uh, the little pilgrim and I'm not like super far, so I can't like give a full summary. Uh, but like the King, the pilgrim wants to see the King and he wants to see his mom who he knows, um, went, um, to the city when he was, or went, um, on the path to the celestial city when he was really young and he really wants to see her and he really, really wants to see the King. And just like how he encounters the son who was, um, Jesus in our case and, um, how the, because, um, like he was going to get punished, but because of the, or by an angel named justice, but since the son or no, it was his friend who like, um, had done something wrong because he had like talked with this guy who was trying to lead him astray and he was going to be punished by someone named justice. But then like the son was like, because the son walked by, um, it signified how the son paid for, um, the character. I think it was faithful, um, their, um, like wrongs and their sins, just how Jesus paid for our wrongs and our sins. Therefore we are not given the due punishment we deserve and can continue on in a life towards God. So just some really cool comparisons in the book that I feel like have been really awesome. And I, I've been reading it like every day because it just like, I so sometimes I think, uh, sometimes I'll like start read, read my Bible and then read it and then go and read my Bible again. Like just go back and forth between the two because there's just there. The Bible is the ultimate beautiful book. And this is just a, a, another really, really good book um, that um, is just really it brings joy to my heart every time I read it and has been uh, just a, a, real, a real blessing to read. And so, yeah, I'm super thankful that, um, I've been able to read this book and I really recommend that you check it out. Um, let's see, it says from John Bunyan's classic. So the classic is probably the Pilgrim's Progress and, uh, no, let's see. Moody Publishers. You could probably just look it up. Little Pilgrim's Progress. And, um, yeah, so I totally recommend, and it's, it's a really easy read. Um, it's like the chapters are very, very short and there's actually pictures and I, I love pictures in books. Like it's always my favorite when I see pictures. So there's pictures in there as well to kind of like give you an idea of what's going on. And, um, 
yeah, it's like a, it's a really easy read and it's like not super, it's like not challenging at all to read. So yeah, I've definitely, I've had a really, really good time reading, um, that book and, uh, just enjoying that. So that is the little pilgrim's progress. So now on the other side of today, I'm going to be talking about doom again. So I, I actually, I got really good feedback on my doom, um, episode, uh, where I talked about like the like comparison between doom and uh, like Christianity, and um, uh, I don't know, maybe it was maybe November, and I was like, I was thinking about maybe you know getting doom and like playing it, um, but then I just kind of like felt like in my, in my I don't know like what is in my stomach or in my soul like hey I don't don't do it. Um, and I, I couldn't tell, um, I, I assumed that it was the Holy Spirit and it's now kind of re come back up in my life. And I was like, was that really the Holy Spirit or like, was that like the devil, like trying to like tempt me? And I just like fell into that. Um, and so I've kind of been wrestling with this idea of doom and, uh, I've been listening to the soundtrack, which I've actually like really liked. There's the, the doom eternal soundtrack. I don't know. There's something about like, there's just like some like, like chanting and stuff and that I'm kind of like a little like, um, like apprehensive about just cause like, um, I know there was a mention that there was like satanic chanting in a part of doom eternal. And I'm like, that's just garbage. Like, I, I don't want that. But, um, like, it's like, it, like it has like a, some dialogue, um, or it's like this super deep voice guy and he just like reads like this very like intense, like not like swear words, but like just like this intense dialogue. And then it goes into like heavy rock and it's, it's just really cool. So I've really been enjoying that and I'm like, do, but do I really want to play it? So that's really, I've been wrestling with that like this entire week and I'm still, I'm still wrestling with that idea. Um, because like, um, the idea that we like, the, the idea of doom is like you are slaying demons though not for a higher purpose as we are but just slaying them and i feel like um uh i feel like that could like potentially be really beneficial but i'm always apprehensive especially around rated m games just because i feel like it's kind of taken video games almost too far in a sense i'm not sure yet though um and i've really just been trying to trust uh not been trying i've been trusting that uh god um has it under control and all like ultimately i've just been like you know what god you take this because i i can't deal with it i i don't have the power to make these decisions i don't know like what is good for me and what isn't good for me and um that's kind of been the case with doom where i've just kind of been like all right god i know you have a plan for me um please um take this off my hands i give you my burdens because I know you can take care of them and just kind of not like not trying to figure it out for myself. And I feel like that's been really, really peaceful in a sense, like just like I don't have to worry about this. This is like this is because this is like when I when I go into playing video games, like uh, starting a new game, I put a lot. I'm like a very thoughtful person when it comes to like going into things like I really think about them a lot like state of decay um I actually I ended up installing it but just because um of like just what what God had told me I, I was just like no and then I uninstalled it um 
And like I had it installed for, I don't know, like four days maybe, but I, I just like, I really, um, I want to make smart decisions because, uh, I don't want, I don't want to ever, ever put video games anywhere close to above God. I don't even want them like in that vicinity. Um, I, and that's why I put so much thought into them. I'm like, God, um, like what, what should I do with this? I, I want you to take care of this. And I feel like with Doom, one of the things that has been really hard is I don't want to make Doom be my Christianity. I want Doom to signify parts of my Christianity, um, in a sense. Like, I don't want my, I don't want to, because I feel like this would sometimes happen where I'd make Doom my Christianity instead of Jesus Christ my Christianity. And then that, like, even though it is like slaying demons, like, then I'm just slaying demons um for nothing i'm uh it goes back to that quote um like slaying the unholy does not make you holy uh that was from the article and like just like I, i've been really wrestling with this idea of like not um like making doom my christianity i don't want to do that um i only would want it to enhance to make my christianity the christianity in christ um, the one that is centered around Christ, not my Christian, but Jesus is Christianity, the Christianity that I have given my life to. I want only want doom to enhance that. And that's what I ultimately want with all video games. Um, and since doom is a solo like game, it's more about the actual content of the game. Whereas like games like Fortnite, uh, yeah, I'm not playing it, um, like to do like, like be like a spiritual, like get like a spiritual lesson out of it more. I am playing it to um, be with other people and show them love and show them I care about them by playing games with them. And so I feel like I just want anytime I play video games, I don't want it to be for myself. And I, I know I sometimes I mess up and I get selfish and I like play for myself and I, like, I don't want to do that. Um, and Jesus forgives me. He has forgiven me, um, for when I mess up and I'm, I have, I messed up so much. Even today I was like playing destiny two just cause I wanted to play destiny two. And like, that's, that's not what I want to be like. And eventually I played with my brother and we, we had a really good time, but like, I don't want it to be that selfish part. So that's why I'm taking a little bit more thought into doom because it's not going to be for playing with other people more for, um, I would, if I were to play it, it would be to, um, like learn spiritually and, um, it would be the game itself would be more like a spiritual, like a way to grow spiritually in a sense. Um, so that's, that's why I've been really wrestling with it. And honestly, I think, I think I would only actually play doom eternal. Um, like not, I wouldn't play 2016 or any of those just because, um, I don't want to play a game with like heavy language and it looks like the other ones like that that is the case unless like I like just turn the volume down or something like that because Doom Eternal that's the only one that I've seen so far because I was looking through the game series actually and that one seems to be the only one without the language like strong language like warning um whereas 2016 and like even the earlier ones had that so I really want to make sure um I'm staying away from things that, um, like, cause the, like the gore and like the violence and the like action, like that's all going to be like at, at the base of the game. But like the language, if I can get away from that, the language, then that that's like, that's good. I don't want to, um, I don't want to play something, um, 
that has stuff like that when it could be easily preventable. And maybe it has a language filter, um, but I feel like if I could just stay away from that as much as possible, that would be really beneficial. So yeah, I, I feel like Doom has really, I've been really wrestling with it. And honestly, like just saying all of this out loud has really helped me as well. Um, and to just like kind of collect my thoughts more and um, think about it and ultimately just give it to God because God has it all under control and he, he will have the ultimate decision and his ultimate decision will be the best decision. So, um, I just listening to him is really what I need to do in this situation. But yeah, that's been my, um, that's been my doom experience as a lately. And if I do pick it up, um, uh, I don't know, maybe, Maybe I would talk about it on the podcast, but I would I wouldn't I would stay away from like because this is a children's podcast, so therefore I'm not going to um, like be talking about blood and gore and all of that stuff on here. Um, I always try to like um, really like water down anything that would potentially be like terrifying or uh, scary stuff like that. So if I were to talk about it, it would probably be more talking about like an overall story or like kind of focusing on maybe something that I learned from it. But yeah, um, that's really been my doom experience as a lately. And, um, yeah, I feel like I'm just, I, I don't know, um, what the outcome will be, whether it will be like state of decay or maybe it'll be something different. Um, but I, I pray and I know, I know that God has the best and ultimate decision in his hand. So listening to him is what is going to, um, bring me to the best conclusion that that's not only like best for my soul, but also just best for myself. Like if I, if there's potentially stuff in there that maybe it's not like inappropriate, but more just would kind of like destroy me mentally. Like, I, I don't want, I don't want to be, um, playing that. So he, he knows all and he has, um, he, he knows all and he has control overall. So, yeah, that's been my Doom experience and uh, my experience with the Little Pilgrim's Pro... Uh, pro little Pil... Hold up, hold up, hold up. Little Pilgrim's Progress. Yes, there we go. Um, and I hope you guys enjoyed this Jesus Talk segment. I had a really good time talking about um, this stuff. And, uh, yeah, I hope you uh, guys, um, maybe if you were... Um, trying to find like a book you you like a, a spiritual book you wanted to read or maybe you too uh, or you were also struggling with um, the idea of playing doom um, i hope that um, helped as well so yep guys without further ado let's get into our next segment peace Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to our gaming segment. So we just had a fantastic Jesus Talk segment, and now we are ready to go over our gaming segment for this week. So in this week's um, gaming segment, I I said er, um, at the beginning of the show that I was going to be talking about... Um, like going through and just talking about one specific game and whether that includes new games coming out, the content of the game or what, whatever it is, but honing in on one game instead of just like talking about my experiences in games. So this week is a game from Game Pass that I've been playing and it is called Goner 2. Now this game is, I believe, a run and gun kind of uh, like kind of deal 
where you're basically, and I haven't, I've played it for maybe, I know, half an hour, 45 minutes, but you're like, it's super creative in the way that they've made it. You're like this little like dot or like, um, like almost looks like a teardrop and you're running and you're like getting through this like artistic, like, like landscape that as you go through it, it kind of like creates itself. And, um, you like you go and there's uh you so you like go through the first part and it kind of like introduces you like shows you like hey this is a rifle and it's like this thing that like shoots out like what looks like yellow oranges um and it's like it's a super cartoony game but like in a cool way um and uh so it like goes through and introduces you and then you like come into this big room with like this weird skeleton guy um who's listening to like uh, a record player and then that's where it kind of goes into like what the game is so basically um you gear up in this first seg section and then you can like change your color there you can do pvp like against teammates because it's four player like couch co-op um for the game and then what you do is to like go from level to level you hop in like these weird like they look like snake bears and you hop in them and uh they kind of like shoot you to the next level and basically um you hop in this one and it shoots you into this other room where basically you can go to the left or the right and there's two of them and in I believe, I'm not sure, this is my idea of how it works, but in the top left-hand corner and the top right-hand corner, you can see, like, these enemies, um, and all enemies are either red or pink, I believe, in the game, and um, you basically, like, see these enemy guys, and it will tell you, like, what I think the, like, the main um, enemy is going to be in that, uh, depending on which one you go into, so you pick the one you go into, and then you go through this series of, like, uh, like levels as and you rack up points. So you, you go and you're like fully kitted. Um, you have all of your stuff and then you hop in and then you, it's like a, like you, you go from one point A to point B and you try not to die. And then as if you do that enough times, or I haven't figured out if it's enough times or you rack up enough points and you get points by like, um, killing monsters and, um, uh, like, uh, like performing moves i believe i'm not sure but i know like you use like the rifle and when you blow people up um i use the term blow people up very loosely it's more like a colorful explosion um but uh once you get to a certain point like so far since i haven't played this game much but you get to like this uh like big open space where you shoot out of one and then you go into another and then you like come up to this house and then that leads into like a boss fight so what my idea of how the game works is there isn't really any dialogue um so far in the game so i believe it's like kind of just like a game you play you don't really like understand maybe the story unless it's like visually shown to you um, but you go through a certain amount of rounds and then um, if you survive those then you come to a, uh, a house in which you can go do a boss fight and then once you do that boss fight I don't know what happens since I haven't beat the boss yet but um, you go through the rounds and then if you die at the boss fight or at any other point you go back to the skeleton with the record player and you kind of just keep going through that that's like seems to be the loop so it's a really fun game I think I really the music the soundtrack is really cool I, I've really enjoyed the soundtrack in the game soundtrack soundtrack 
in the game. Um, it, it's like a really cool soundtrack, and the art is like really like from a like an artist. Like I really enjoy making art. Um, seeing like kind of how they like made the game, uh, I feel like visually and like kind of how uh, like as you move through like what you've been through like disappears and then it only like shows like what you're going to and it's it's really cool how they made the game and the art style is like really cool and cartoony it looks like kind of like um graffiti or street art like that kind of um art style and it's it's really it's a fun game i've like kind of started to figure out um there's like basic movements double jump dash and then shoot um and basically you go through like that cycle but it's also kind of difficult like um, you're a one hit kill, but you have, there's this item called the skull and there's so far, there's only three items, the backpack, which I don't know how to use the rifle, which pretty self-explanatory. You just shoot things and they blow up. And then there's the skull and the skull is basically your way to, um, like have multiple lives. Uh, what you do with the skull is basically once when you get hit, you like transform into this blob like this little blob that like where enemies can't hit you um but you're like still in the area and then all of your equipment falls and then you can gather up all your equipment and i don't know if it's a timed thing or if it's like maybe if you run into an enemy or um you hit like a jump button that'll get you out of that blob mode but then once you're out of the blob mode like the enemies will start attacking you again so um it's like it's pretty basic but it's also kind of difficult i've only i've gotten to the boss twice and the boss really isn't too difficult it was just like i ran out of ammo or uh i like i uh like didn't have enough lives to survive so um i i feel like it's like it's got like a level of difficulty but it's also really fun and I, i've really had a good time playing the game but yeah i would totally recommend for you those of you who kind of like those run and gun type of games um that you guys go and check that out it's um on game pass and it's i mean if you have game pass it's free uh i don't know how much it is or i'm i don't i don't know if it's an xbox exclusive i'm guessing if it's on game pass it's likely I know like Doom Eternal, um, like it can be played on all platforms, but since now Microsoft owns Bethesda, um, therefore it's on Game Pass. So um, it may be an Xbox exclusive, but for those of you who kind of like those games and like it's fun to play with other people um, for our uh, small group um, that we do at our house. Um, we had a few guys and they were playing it together and they were having a blast. So it's fun to play, um, with people. You can get up to four people. The only thing that's hard is, um, because you have, um, uh, like multiple people playing, it doesn't split your screen. Instead, it just like stays with like the grand majority. So like if you're way ahead of everybody, um, then like you're, you're done for <laughs> because you can't see anything. So, um, that's the only like difficulty. So, um, when you're playing with a group, you want to move in a group, but yeah, it's, it's a super fun game and I'm excited to like experiment with it a little bit more. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been a real blast and I've been having a really good time, um, playing that game. So goner two, I think there's a goner one, but I only know of a goner two. Um, and it, yeah, so that's really, um, just my experience with, uh, goner two. It's, it's been a real blast. I've been having 
just a great time hanging out in that game and uh, playing through it. And I can't wait to play through it more. I, I was just looking. It looks like the community isn't super big. So if you want to hop into the game and be a start to the community, I'm sure um, the creators, um, they'd really like that. So, yep, Goner 2. That is, oh, man, great game. And I hope you guys check it out. But that's going to be the podcast for this week. I hope you guys enjoyed. I had a great time going through um, and talking with you um, and making this podcast for you guys. So I hope you guys enjoyed. And remember, look to Jesus this week. He is your only hope. And he alone can help you. So look to him because he is the greatest hope you will ever know. Um, So yeah, guys, um, that's all I got for this week. I hope you guys take care as we get into this next week and remember to look to Jesus. Peace.